What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Long Island Orange and Blue Podcast, a New York Mets and Islanders experience. I am the host of this podcast. My name is Jimmy Malone. A little bit of background about myself. I'm born and raised on the south shore of Long Island, and I've grown up a diehard fan of the Mets, the Islanders, and the Jets. So if you root for any of those teams, you know exactly where I am mentally as a sports fan right now. I am mentally insane. But this podcast is generally going to be about the Mets and the Islanders, and we'll sprinkle some Jets in there too. I know if any of you are anything like me, you're probably fatigued from putting on sports commentary and hearing endlessly about the NFL over the last couple of months. Oh, Tommy DeVito is the next star quarterback of the New York Giants. Or Aaron Rodgers is going to play Week 17 against Cleveland. Will he? Won't he? Neither one of those things happen, and neither one of those teams are any good. So now we flip the page to the baseball offseason and what exactly the Islanders are doing this season. The whole reason why this will be called the Orange and Blue Podcast is because well, obviously, orange and blue is because of the Mets and the Islanders. Those are their colors. But the Long Island part of it is because I feel like most people, if you're from Long Island, you're probably a Mets, Jets, and an Islanders fan. Or at least you root for two out of three. It's very rare you find uh, a Yankee Islander fan or a, there's probably more Met Giant fans than Yankee Jet fans out there. But when you leave Nassau and Suffolk County, let's be honest, there's like hardly any Mets, Jets, or Islanders fans. Forget Islander fans. If you leave Long Island, there are none. Jets, you'll find a handful here and there. Even though they play in Jersey, they don't, they don't have any fans there. They're all out here. And we all have to make the trek out to the disgusting Meadowlands to go see our football team. And the Mets, even in Queens, it feels like there's more Yankee fans. When you drive around Queens, there's people wearing Yankee hats, there's Yankee signs all over the place. It doesn't even feel like you're in a Met area. Well, other than maybe South Florida, maybe you have a lot of fans down there, but that's because half the states moved to Florida by now. But anyway, um, I want this podcast to be so the fans can come here let out their frustrations. Maybe you missed the game the night before. Maybe you're not going to be able to see, let's say, the Islanders and the Penguins tonight because it's New Year's Eve. But you'll always be able to come to this podcast because you know I'm the nut job that no matter what, I'm going to find a way to watch or listen to these teams. I try to watch every game live. If I can, I record it. I watch the next day. Those late West Coast games, which we're going to see with the Islanders this week. They have Colorado on Tuesday, Arizona Thursday, and they're in Las Vegas on Saturday. So those will all be late games I'll probably be watching the following day. Or the Mets when they play those annoying 10 o'clock at night games out in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. I'll still be watching. Heck, I watched the entire 37-20 to 20 Jet Disaster against the Cleveland Browns on Thursday night. Most of that I watch the next day. So you always know that when you turn on this podcast, I somehow watch the game or 
I listen to it on the radio a lot of the time if, because I don't just want to sit here and watch the game while listen to it on the radio or if I'm driving or whatever. Somehow I'm invested in that game. I'm always following. If I'm at work, I'm trying to sneak the game in on my phone through my headphones. That's how crazy I am about these teams. And really, I've seen it all since I've been a little kid. I mean, I still remember... 2008 was my first full year really getting into sports. That was my first year watching a baseball season from opening day until the last game of the season. And honestly, 2008, and this was with the New York Mets, that should have told me everything I needed to know moving forward as a sports fan because, I mean, it starts off, they were just a disappointment coming off the collapse of 2007. Then they had the whole dysfunction around firing Willie Willie Randolph out on the West Coast. And then from there on, all of a sudden, they get themselves back into it. They're in the wild card push. All the way to September, where they have yet another collapse and the Phillies win the division. And I still remember as a little kid watching that game in the rain, Johan Santana, the two hit. Shut out against the Florida Marlins, game 161 of the season, and then game 162, Scott Schoenweiss and Luis Ayala blowing that game. The Mets lose 4-2 and shut down Shea Stadium. And that should have told me everything I needed to know because they wouldn't sniff the playoffs again until 2015. And we all know what happened that year in the World Series. The Islanders, I really got big in the hockey, the lockout year of 2012-2013. I still remember them losing in six to the Pittsburgh Penguins and losing that game at the Old Barn, the Nassau Coliseum, and John Tavares holding a stick down near his feet, skating around the rink and just complete disappointment. And the Jets, I vaguely remember the Brett Favre season, but I do remember going to school as a nine-year-old, and I guess everybody's father must have bought their kids a Brett Favre jersey thinking this is the year they're finally going to win a Super Bowl. That never happened. But the Jets, you can honestly blame 2009 for making me a big fan of the Jets because I fell in love with the Mark Sanchez, Rex Ryan, dominant defense team that got in the back-to-back AFC championship games. And just think about this. In 2010, I was 11 years old. It's now 2020. Tomorrow's going to be 2024. I'm 24 years old. They haven't even been back to the playoffs, let alone the AFC championship game. The Mets haven't been out of the crummy wild card round or the wild card game since... The World Series in 2015, I was 16 years old. The Islanders have at least given us some good moments back in the COVID bubble 2020 where they almost got to the Stanley Cup, lost Game 6 to Tampa Bay, come back next year, the rematch in the Eastern Conference Finals, this time pushing it to a Game 7 after Anthony Beauvillier's heroic Game 6 overtime goal to push a Game 7 down in Tampa, and of course, the Islanders lose that one on a shorthanded goal, losing one nothing. And since then, it's been kind of a weird road for the Islanders. We don't really know 
you know, what the future holds for this team. They're a veteran team, but I'm, you know, I didn't know what to expect coming into, th- into this year. I'm pleasantly surprised. They're just about, I mean, the Metropolitan Division is so close, but they're just about in a three-way tie for second place. The Rangers forget about it. I mean, they're kind of running away with the Metro right now. They have one of the best records in the NHL, which in some ways infuriates me. In some ways, I'm kind of like, all right, whatever. As long as the Islanders make it to the playoffs, I'll be happy. So we'll definitely do more Islanders and Mets podcasts coming up this week. This is just a trailer so you get to know a little bit about myself. Some of you that listen to it may know who I am already and know what kind of a whack job I am when it comes to these three teams. I've had people so many times say to me, oh, when I think of Jimmy, I think of the Mets or... Oh my God, Jimmy, you're wearing Islanders all the time. Yeah, I mean, these are my... my Two favorite sports are baseball and hockey. I grew up playing baseball. I love this sport. I love hockey. There's nothing more exciting than going to the old Nassau Coliseum to see a Islander playoff game. I was at round one against the Capitals in 2015. I was at round one against the Penguins in 2019. I wanted to be there for that 2021 uh, Eastern Conference Finals run, but, you know... And I was there last year in round one for that game four disaster where they gave up five goals early to the Carolina Hurricanes in round one of 2023. I was at the New York Mets 2015 divisional game three with Matt Harvey on the mound after Chase Sutley slid and broke Ruben Tejada's leg. So I know there's nothing more exciting than playoff baseball and playoff hockey. So otherwise, we'll be doing more podcasts as the week rolls along. We'll get into the Jets later on. They will be playing the New England Patriots, and I guess there's still no Mac Jones. But somehow Bill Belichick will probably find a way to beat the Jets on Sunday. We'll see how they do against the Bills today. We know the Jets are coming off that, as I said before, 37-20 disaster against Cleveland. But that's what it's going to be all about, just a place for Long Island sports fans. Get out your frustration as if we get enough of an audience, if we really build up this podcast, hopefully we can do listener emails and get different opinions, different ideas, different topics to talk about. But for right now, at least for the beginning parts of this, we'll do podcasts so you get to know my own opinions on each one of these teams. Um, and like I said, it's going to be mainly focused on the Mets and the Islanders, but I can't help it. I'm also a diehard Jet fan. I'll be ranting about them too. Um, so honestly, thank you for listening. Have a happy new year. It's almost 2024. It's a big year in a lot of different ways, not just for sports. And I'll, we'll see you next time. This is the Long Island Orange and Blue Podcast, a New York Mets and Islanders experience.